Good morning to everybody on the 20th of September. And yes, times are changing, seasons have changed, and we're in a new gear. And we will be starting up with church services on the Sunday in the building, 4th of October. We'll still be deciding how we'll be doing the broadcasts for those that don't live in Kronstadt. We probably will be doing a live broadcast of which we will also record it. And then you'll be able to see it just later in that week. So we will come back with accurate detail. It's a little bit of uh, intense planning that we have to do, but we want to do it to be a blessing to everybody that nobody will miss out. But let's pray together. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the privilege to be able to share your word. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name that you'll speak to all of us and strengthen us in this new season. And anyone who's watching, Lord, I pray that this word will go out, not return void, and, and stir hope in people's hearts. And may you be the one who receives all the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're sort of finishing off a little bit about works and gifts. And there's a new season. Today I want to start, I'll be talking two weeks, about keeping in step with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. That keeping in step is not a spooky word, keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. God is creator of heaven and earth. He made me, he made you. He's formed his church through Jesus Christ. He has a plan and his Holy Spirit, God himself, wants us to journey in a certain direction in every kingdom season. And so that's what I want to talk about, is keeping in step with God in this new season in the kingdom of God. Same kingdom, different season. Same earth, different season. Spring, summer, it's the same place we live in, but there are seasons. And so this morning I'd like to just start, and you'll see a nice uh, picture of trees and how the seasons have changed, and there's no denying of a seasonal change. There's no denying that even with our president that's announced level one, it's another seasonal change of which we're all in, in South Africa again. That's now not a uh, spring-summer season. It's not a kingdom season necessarily, but the church has to adapt. And there's a new season in the church as we build up. I remember with the change of spring, and I like my little home and my garden, but I was so eager to just start giving water and fertilizer to my lawn. Even though there wasn't really green, one or two little green coming through then I read up and they said actually how you can put the wrong fertilizer onto your lawn and it will have no effect because the season's not correct. That was for me very interesting. You put the wrong fertilizer, good intention, good fertilizer, new season, wrong timing, out of step and sync with the season and it has no real effect. In fact, it could end up damaging. And that was for me interesting. And the Lord said, Alan, it's the same in the kingdom. There is a very real challenge to keep in step with what I want to do with my church, with my children, and in the community. And so we're going to start off with an interesting 
concept, the truth around the kingdom and a maturity that has to come into the body, meaning the body of Christ, the believers, the church. I want to start this morning with 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, and we'll read it out of the Holmans. David was going to go to war and take over the kingdom from Saul, and the soldiers were lining up for duty, and in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, you start reading about all the different tribes and how many, and it's very interesting, verse this, verse that, verse this, verse that, is about this guy and his tribe, and he had 6,800 soldiers and weapons, and another one was 30,000 trained soldiers for battle, brave warriors, and it's on and on every tribe. But in verse 32, there was a group of people who joined David to help take the kingdom. Very, very interesting. Nearly every other one except Levi, the tribe of Levi, nearly all of them were talked about weapons, battle, brave soldiers, warriors, and then this one verse comes in and it tells about a very small group of people in David's kingdom helping overthrow. But they had a different characteristic. And ons met hierdie woord, hulle het een ander eindskap as net ons soldaat ons sal vech. Ek gaan nie om ek gaan kunstmis gooi op die graas. Well, you need some wisdom. You end up wasting your time. And I'll read the verse. It says in 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, one of these tribes, they were called the Is-Sasherites, or Ishasha. I don't know how you pronounce it in English and Afrikaans exact, but it's Is-Sasherites. They were from the tribe of Ishasha. It says from the Ishosherites, who, and here's the two points. Number one, depending on what Bible you're using, who understood the times. Other Bibles say who understood the seasons. And look what this says. And knew what Israel should do. 200 chiefs with all their relatives under their command. 200 chiefs, their relatives, the tribe of Ishashar, and they had two great aspects. They understood the season that they were in, and they knew what Israel should do. I will not for you say in Afrikaans, by means is bereid om te beklei, maar nie amal weet, wat is die seisoen, en wat moet Israel, of die koninkrijk van God doen. We are desperately in lack of wisdom to keep in step with the Spirit. Although we've started in the Spirit, we have to keep in step with the Spirit, with your life and the church. On earth or in South Africa or in the Free State or in Kronstadt. It's fine to say I live in the Spirit and I'm going to fight. But are you keeping in step with the Spirit and understanding the season? Timing. And do you know what Israel should do? What should, the, what should the church do for that victory that has to take place? 
Is it just simply you go and fight? Or is there deeper wisdom? You see, these guys understood the times and knew what Israel should do. They weren't widely spread and common, but they were essential to the victory. Hulle was in die minderheid, maar hulle was van kardinale belang vir die oorwinning. That's why I want to just start in love with some of our young people who are ready to go to war. The Bible says you get children, young men and fathers, and it says the young men have overcome the evil one and they know the word. But don't throw away the fathers because in amongst the fathers there's the Isashas who understand the season and know what you must do as Israel, the kingdom. The word Ishashar means something very interesting. And if you're writing this down in your house, I'd like you to make a note of this. Ishashar means, this is beautiful, the name of this, this group of people means reward, compensate, and benefit. Belooning, vergoeding, en dan tot groot voordeel. In ander woorde, hierdie stam, as jy dit in hakkie sê, was daar om een sien tot Israel of vir Israel te wees. The, the tribe of Ishasha in the essence was there to be a benefit, to compensate and be a blessing to Israel. Don't throw out the Ishashas because they're in the, the, in the um, minority. There's some people that understand the seasons of the kingdom. And so I want to ask you, will you have the heart to learn for your own life and then for the church, the kingdom of God? I don't just mean our own church. Will you have a heart to understand what it takes to keep in step with the spirit? There's an Afrikaans saying, that says something very interesting. I love it. Who meer haas, who minder spoed. A haastige hond verbrand sy mond. It's not about how you can fight. It's about understanding the season. And so we want wisdom in the church. If I come back to the New Testament, and I'm going to start with a beautiful scripture, in Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to read out of the NIV, Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. And it's the Apostle Paul writing, and he says, Since we live by the Spirit. It's beautiful. He's complimenting the church. He says, Since you live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. What is he saying? If I had to change that verse... I'm not changing Bible. I'm just trying to make this sense to you. In other words, Paul's saying, it's possible to get out of step with the Spirit. This moontlik om 
You know, when we were in the army, one of the first things they taught us is to march or to drill in step. Uh, the Afrikaans guys would know this term, rug op die linker flank, voorwaarts, mars, links, rechts, links, rechts. And we pull away there, we knew what we call rovers, groeniekies. And we pull away, and eventually, instead of being in sync, we just start going like a Constantina. And eventually a back guy is bumping the front guy, and this one's standing on the other one's heels. And, and, and the intentions were all pure. We were all in the army, and we were all living in the same camp, but we were getting out of step. And sometimes the Lord wants his army, his children, to be in step with his spirit. And we get out of step, and we need people to instruct us to get back into step. Don't take offense. I've seen too much that I'll say to somebody, you're out of step, and they just resign from the church. I'm cross. I'm leaving because pastor's correcting me. Brother, sister, if you're out of step, you're out of step. And it makes a mess. I've said this long ago with the church. There was a time in the army in the beginning. I was part of a, a drill squad that would do a funeral. And these guys had to be seriously strict. And our officer in front, something went wrong and got out of step and confused the first three guys and they changed immediately to the, the, the one in front step and then the next followed and, and we were in front of all these generals and brigadiers and, and all the hearts here. And true story. And we all got out of sync. Anyway, our drill instructor, whatever you call the chap, he carried on, left, right, left, right, and he was getting red in his face. But when we went around that church after the funeral, we got around where no one could see us. We had to crawl on the tar. <laughs> up, off, up, off. Boy, did we pay a price. Now, God won't do that to you. But you know what? God wants his church to be in sync, in step with his spirit. To live by the spirit, we also keep in step with the spirit. You see, you need to, and you'll see a picture coming up, you and me need to be able to gauge. There's a caliper that's on the screen. You must be able to gauge if you're in step or not. Remember, I'm doing two parts. Next week, I'm going to go deeper into keeping step accurately. I'm just laying a foundation today. Ek leen net fondatie vanaf. Baie belangrike woord. We must be able to gauge. You know, your car's got a gauge. It's called a speedometer. You can gauge how fast you're riding. You've got a rev counter. You can gauge how many revolutions per minute your engine's moving. And it's got a red line that will show you. And there's gauges. And we have to gauge our walk with God. The church has to gauge how are we walking. Are we walking in step with the Spirit of God? It's not a free-for-all. There's an instructor a, 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 a commander who wants us to be in step with his command. Gauge means the following word. There needs to be an accurate evaluation of what's happening. Oh, accurate um, beraming of bepaling van wat gaan on. Yo, in ons hou nie van daar in. Ek's vry. Ek doe net wat die Heere sê. Rechtig. 
is daar nooit een bepaling of een meting van wat ik en jy doen? Is ons nog een pas met die geest? En sê my brother en my sister, the kingdom comes from a God of order, not disorder. There is order in God's kingdom. It's not an unhappy place. There's joy and peace and family life, but there's order. And that's what we need to gauge. Like the lawn, I could make a huge mistake if I was out of sync. Verse 25, Galatians 5.25, that says, keep in step with the Spirit. Hier by interessant. Galatians 5, vers 25, is gebouw in vers 22 en 23, is vers 25 gebouw daarop. Keeping in step is built of the guidelines that verse 22 and 23 give us. And so this is just the entry. Guide yourself. Verse 22 and 23 says, the fruit of the Spirit. It's not going to be on the screen, but you can just look it up, something you know. Fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, there's nine fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, gauge, that caliper. How accurate am I keeping in step with the Spirit? With what, and this is just to start this Sunday, with what do I gauge that I'm in sync with God's Spirit? The one big one we're going to touch today, the big one, is that I gauge myself, that caliper that you're going to see the picture, I gauge the thickness. If, it, if it's too loose, it's not in step. If it's too tight, then I've got to trim it and change it. You see, my brother and sister, to keep in step, there's two things. One is, is baie belangrijk wat ek sê. Baie belangrijk. Ek sê dit as a vader en a vader hart vir julle. As ek begin uit pas raak, if I lose step and I start I'm not pushing the word bad now, but if you start backsliding or going backwards out of step one of the signs that you're out of sync is the fruit of the spirit will start showing different in your life can I tell you if you are and I shall it go lees for you If you start having no patience with anybody, if you're having outbursts of anger, if you are having irritations of a next level, can I say something in love, and I'm talking about my own life, you're out of sync with the Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit, you're born again, but you're out of sync. Because you can't be in step with the Holy Spirit and God's kingdom 
and you have no self-control, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're not kind, you're losing patience with everybody, you have no peace in your heart, you're out of sync, out of step with the Spirit. The same happens if you start being excited about God and you run ahead of the Spirit and you start getting this edginess inside you You are frustrated because everybody's not running the same speed and pace of you. You start having less and less self-control with your mouth, with people that aren't shaping as good as you think they must shape. You start showing less kindness to the weak ones because you're running with the Spirit. Your fruit will show if you are in step with the Spirit or not. Not your determination to just go to war. Does that make sense, what I'm saying this morning to you, church, friends? I want you to gauge yourself. Gauge. Are are you drawing back and the fruit is being twisted Please don't get cross with me. I want you to love me, what I'm going to say. If you're sending me WhatsApps that's breaking everybody down around you and you've got a semi-hatred in your heart for certain people, I know there's facts and facts bring frustration. But I want to urge you this morning, you've got to get back into step with the Spirit. If everything around you is stealing your kindness, your peace, your patience, you're losing your self-control, you're having outbursts of anger, listen to me, my brother, there's a brother watching you. You're out of step with the Spirit. Because God's fruit won't change. Don't try and justify being out of step. Moenie rechtvaardig as jy uitpas is met die geest. Erken dit en kom terug. As jy frustreerd is met swakkelinge om jou, langmoedigheid en sikke gentleness is een vrug van Godse geest. Jesus het het gehad en hy is die mighty warrior dan moet het terugkeer na jou leven. Die vrede moet terugkom. Maak het sin? Does it make sense? I want to encourage you. Get back into step with the Spirit. I know you've got the Spirit. But you need to live in step. I want to tell you another part, how you can start to have an accurate step. There's a gauging that must take place. And this is a well-known verse. 1 Corinthians, in Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 33. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. The company you keep has the potential to get you out of step with the Spirit. If you're going to hang with people the whole day that hate the government, and talk down upon people, you're going to 
end up having your character corrupted. Yeah, my is fighter. I'm not worried about fighter. I'm worried about truth. Does that make sense? I say that because I love you, my brother and my sister. You see, the company you keep, sometimes I can't help it. I'm involved in a group. Ek is binnen in a group, maar jy is daar my getuinis te wees. Jy is nie daar dat die, dat die groep jou, jou pas laat Constantina. The old guys know what I'm talking about. As jy weer kyk, dan, dan wil jy sommer in die verkeerde pas inkom. Don't do it. Keep the pace that the commander officer is saying. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Trust your commanding officer's rhythm and beat. Don't say, ja, maar die oon sê dit, en nou glo ek het, en ek stier hierdie aan, en is hierdie vuil grappe oor ouwens, en hierdie afbreek van mense, en, and you know what, you, eventually you are out of sync with the spirit, and you have no more love, you've got no peace, you've got no patience, there's no kindness, catch me, you've got no love, no peace, no joy, no patience, no kindness, no goodness, no gentleness, no self-control, and you might have a bit of faithfulness to the Lord. Eight of the nine fruit, out the window, out of step. For what? Let's be the light. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3 in the Amplified is beautiful. He says, blessed, fortunate and prosperous and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example. Also who does not stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers. He doesn't sit down and rest in the seat of scoffers and ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he meditates day and night. Truth. People will sit with you, want to become your company, and all they're going to do is they're going to blast you with facts of how wrong everything is around us. And, and, and the David writes, and he says, blessed is the man who does not sit with these people because it's going to fill you and you're going to get out of step. He says, blessed is the man who starts to delight in, not the facts, the law of the Lord. And he meditates on that because you need to have that peace and that joy and that kindness and the faith. You will be firmly planted like a tree and fed by streams of water, you're going to yield your fruit in its season, new season. You'll bring that fruit of the Spirit into that new season. We've just had a bad COVID season. Seasons are changing, and we fought to keep the fruit going. Now we're in a new season. We're going to start meeting again, and, and, and we've got to start interacting again, and, and there's pressure and comments and talk and the politics, and, and there's all these corruption cases and exposures, and, and we're bombarded with this. But in it all, the church has to yield its fruit in this season. Can I say something in Afrikaans? This onmoendlik om in yourself vrede en vreugde en liefde en selfbeheersing te hee. Ek deel met jou, dis a feit, dis onmoendlik om die vrug te dra in jou eie vlees. In die seisoen waar ons leef. Maar dis wat die kerke verskil het. It's fruit of the spirit and I live by the spirit and I keep in step by the Spirit. So I'm a farmer, I'm a businessman, I'm a motor mechanic, I'm an accountant, doesn't matter what it is. And in this 
precious season. I'm bearing fruit that the world can't bear. Isn't that good news? It says, its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does, he prospers. It comes to maturity. Come on, church. New season. Ishasha. We need the people who know the season and know what Israel must do. So I've shared two things so far. Next week, we're going to go very, very deep. I've shared two things. Number one, very, very important. The fruit. The fruit is the test. Number two, get together with good company. And so I'm going to carry on in Hebrews 10 verse 25. It says, and now we're starting to look at, because we're going to be coming together again, church. Please pass this video on to other people. Please, I ask you, not because I want more hits, it's because I want more people to hear the wisdom of the Lord. Hebrews 10.25, it says, Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. And all the more as you see the day approaching. It doesn't help we, we share, um, oh, this is a Bill Gates uh, 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 conspiracy theories of this guy, and it's this Illuminati, and it's this, and we say the day of the Lord is close and all that. I'm not debating all that stuff. But as the day approaches, you need to not give up meeting together, the Bible says. It's not good enough to send your opinions on WhatsApps. We need fellowship. We need to worship the Lord together. We need to sing together. We need to listen to the word together as a body, getting the word of God, and that interacting as one body. You know what it does? It stimulates us to keep in step with the Spirit. You've got used to sitting at home and watching the short, compact man talking. But you know what? Your family in the Lord need you. When we start coming together, it is limited to 250 per gathering. And we're going to sort it out. We're going to let you know. But you need that fellowship so that we can build in sync effectively. There's a season change. Cut the temptation to just keep staying at home and watching TV from your bed with a nice coffee on your lap. That's not what God's calling Israel to do. The season's changing. Fellowship among believers, and you'll see that little picture, is a great privilege that God's given to the church. Get involved in your cell. Get involved on the Sunday meetings. Get involved in a prayer meeting or a Bible study. Get involved into mixing with people to help you keep in step with the Holy Spirit. May God bless you in this new season. I pray you'll write these down, teach your kids, share this video, so that we can all start getting into the new step the Lord's calling us to in the new season. And I pray that it will go extremely well with you. Can we pray? Father, thank you for this morning. I pray that you'll touch everybody that's watching. Father, I bet that I can help. 
waar die feite soos ons in die gezicht staar, ek bid dat die vrug en die waarheid van die woord ons meer in die gezicht sal staar. Dat ons in pas sal kom met die gees. Dat ons sal oorgee vir die wat weet wat is die seisoen en wat Israel moet doen. Dat ons sal ons onderwerp mannen en vrouwen wat die seisoene ken en dat ons sal weet, hulle wat die seisoene ken het een begeerte, ons in pas bly met die heilige geest. Help us Lord to honor those that have that same heart as the Sasha that know the season and, and understand what Israel must do and, and help us discern those that want to teach us that we will see they have to have the heart to want to get the body in step with the spirit. Pray for strength for everyone. I pray for anybody watching, Lord, that has never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and has just been lonely and lost and confused. Maybe old church people backslidden. Maybe new people that never accepted Jesus. That this morning, our hearts will say, Lord Jesus, forgive me, I'm a sinner. But I accept you into my life. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you that your blood washes away my sins. And as I accept you, I can become a child of God and start the journey of walking in the Spirit. Father, I thank you for this privilege. Strengthen us, even as a church, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, and I look forward to building on this next week.